Hi, this is Emily Miller from the Rebel Rally. I'm at the Northwest Overland Rally talking to Waypoint Overland TV. So, you have a tent and a rig, and you love overlanding. You have plans to do it big, on the trails and some super glamping. Want ideas, tips, news, and reviews? A podcast that's first rate and here just for you? You don't have to think about it. Join us and be about it. Something interesting? We want to hear about it. Come on, let's talk about it. Welcome to Waypoint Overland's Random Waypoints Podcast. Sponsored by Midland. Communication for every adventure. The industry leader in radio communication technology and innovation for over 50 years. Sponsored by MyMedic. Sponsored by Tembo Tusk. Sponsored by Trail Rated Coffee Company. Always remember, the opinion you follow should be your own. Just consider the things stated here to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. I own a sports marketing company, and I also am the founder and the rally director for the Rebel Rally, which is the longest competitive off-road rally in the United States. The Rebel Rally is something that I really wanted to do specifically for women, and I wanted a world-class event. I was an off-road racer and driving coach, um, and I spent a lot of great time traveling to do that and getting to see amazing places. And those skills of driving and navigating was, you know, they enabled me and empowered me to go to these uh, amazing places. And so I wanted to create a top-notch competition for women, honestly, to give back um, to women because I've learned so much through it myself taught me a lot of life lessons. I've gotten to see things in a way that I don't think I ever would have gotten to see otherwise. But I can say that off-road racing versus something like overlanding, which is really adventure-based and it's not as uh, based on competition, are really different types of spaces. And it feels quite different. And I love the space of overland. It's very um, uh, accepting and inclusive. And the things that I find are challenging for women often are men. Sometimes men are the biggest cheerleaders. They want to see women, the women in their life, get out and do things. Um, I see sometimes that it's our own confidence level, our own fear of failure. Judging failure, you know, maybe making a mistake uh, is seen as a failure, but really it's just a chance to learn. So sometimes, you know, we hold ourselves back by, being, by having fear, um, be, feeling like maybe we're under the microscope. And so I think sometimes it, our challenges come from ourselves, not from others. Here's what I would say. Start somewhere. Just start. Take the plunge. I always say, too, if I can do it and if I can learn these skills, anyone can learn these skills. I wasn't born and raised doing this particular thing. And I would just say, if you want it, just start. I think sometimes people want to be an expert right out of the gate. But I love that quote, start somewhere. I got an opportunity. I was asked to drive 
by one of the most winning off-road racers in the history of the sport. And I'm the type of person that's more afraid to say no than to say yes. I didn't want to miss out on the opportunity. I saw this open door, I got the invitation, and I love being coached. And so I had the best coach in the world. And what was interesting is I was able to get experience. He encouraged me, he taught me well, uh, encouraged me to go and see the world from behind a windshield, to go compete in other places. Um, I gained a lot of experience. And also I own a sports marketing company. I've produced big events or events of all sizes. And so I was able to take the competition side, the coaching side, and then the actual operation and logistics and the marketing from my other hat and combine that into a great event and competition. So I kind of feel like it was the perfect storm of everything coming together of all this experience at the right moment. So I just, you know, I wasn't afraid. You know, I wasn't afraid to give it a shot. I knew it would be hard. I knew it would be challenging, but I knew it was important to do. I almost felt like it was my mission to do it. You know, my mission, I feel, is to show women that with competence and skill and confidence and a great community that believes in them, women can do anything. People can do anything, but you need that. You need competence, you need confidence, and it helps to have a great community that is encouraging. I've seen a lot of different reactions since I started the Rebel. The first reaction I got when I said I was going to do it is a lot of people told me it couldn't be done. I couldn't do this type of competition on public lands in the United States for that many days. No way. I'd never get the permits. Wouldn't happen. But I knew it wasn't illegal, you know. Um, and I tend to be motivated by people who tell me I can't do something. You want to see me do something? Just tell me I can't do it. And so that really was great. But the thing that I have found in women along the way is the different, um, the different reactions I've gotten. Some, you know, it makes them really uncomfortable. Some, you know, say, oh, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Oh, I don't think I can do that. Or, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm really busy right now. And then you see the, the woman who their, their eyes light up and say, this is the thing I've been looking for. You know, where have you been all my life? And it was great to see the first year because the first year rebels, we call them original rebels. They didn't even know what they were signing up for. You know, we hoped it was going to work. <laughs> and, you know, it's such a hard challenge, but they just weren't afraid. And they, you know, they were nervous. They had some fear, but they didn't say no. And now what I find is that there's this community of women who've done the rally that now encourage others to do it. And so it's really fun. But I still see some of the same reactions. I still see some of the reactions of, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm not sure. I don't have to. Have, I'll do that someday. Oh, I need to train some more. I'm going to wait until I train enough. Sometimes you don't even know what you're training for. You just have to dive in. So it's really interesting to see the range and people's comfort level when you describe it. it. Either you describe the challenge and either they become uncomfortable 
or they become super fired up and stoked and figure out a way to get there. I think there's this tens- tendency, what I've seen, because, you know, for many years I coached primarily men. Women had the opportunity to come and train, but they just didn't do it. So I trained, you know, several thousand men, you know, to drive off-road. And I, I kind of feel bad because there's this expectation that you should not, you know, that you shouldn't be afraid and that there should be no problem with this. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. I have a lot of men ask if they can come to the women's classes because they want that, a, a level of instruction that is not, uh, that they don't feel intimidated either. So it's really not a gender thing. In fact, with the Rebel Rally, I don't beat the drum of like, it's a women's event. I always just say, it's this really tough, really challenging, world-class event. It just so happens to be for women. And the reason why I made it for women is because I knew that if I opened it up, that we would have men sign up right away because we have men contact us all the time wanting to sign up for the Rebel. And then we might get one or two teams of women. And I, we wouldn't have gotten any further in encouraging women to do this type of thing. The Rebel Rally changes people's lives. The experience and what you go through, being disconnected from technology, your cell phone, you can't just go post a cool selfie. You're, you're, you really have to communicate, work with your team, teammate, be prepared, help other teams that you're competing against. You know, you get to hold up a mirror to yourself of your strengths and your weaknesses. And you very clearly have to look at your weaknesses because it's so many days. And it's designed to not have a perfect score. You will make mistakes. You know, and I felt like this is so important for women to do for how it will impact, first of all, their skill just driving and navigating, but also metaphorically driving and navigating their life the relationships, career, that I wanted to make sure that they didn't have a reason to say no. It's one thing I wanted to to mention. It's very interesting. I've had uh, women who say, oh, I normally don't do women's events. You know, I don't have a problem, you know, like signing up for any event. But I say, okay, well, would you have done the Rebel Rally if it was, you know, just open? And they said no. These are automotive journalists and people in the industry. And I say, why not? They go, I don't know. But I've encountered that. You know, you see it in racing. People say, oh, a lot more women are in racing now. Oh, maybe two or three in a field, in a big field, when we're half the driving population. So the question is, why are they saying no? So I wanted to create something that will impact them empower power them that they're not going to say no to. I went to an off-road race maybe like four years ago and in front of the step and repeat banner in the VIP tent I could have my picture taken with the body painted model. You know chin on bottoms but that's I didn't want to do that. <laughs> you know but here is what I will say. I have seen a real change. And I have seen the industry, um, the industries, 
change and evolve. And it's just expected that a, a, a woman is here and participating and trying things out. It's definitely a different feel. Things are getting better. And the Rebel, we're in every type of terrain. We're in, you know, we drive stock manufacturer vehicles through 65 miles of sand dunes. Technical, tough sand dunes. High elevation, low elevation, rocky, sandy, fun, you know, normal graded roads, technical trails. You know, a bit of everything. And also, you know, they have to manage their own vehicle. They don't have a team of pe people, you know. You know, they don't get out of the car and then some mechanic just takes their car and, you know, does, does a race prep. You know, these women are managing their whole uh, team for, you know, 10 days. And then also all their preparation. And rebels are getting really good at the game. They're getting very good at the game. I was once asked early on, hey, why don't you just make this like three days so we can have... Uh, journalists come and it works better with people's schedules it's like we're not here to work with people's schedules we're here to make a tough world-class endurance challenge and I always say anybody can do anything for three days you can't you can see that light at the end of the tunnel okay I, I can get there but doing it for 10 days that's different you know and it's not painted pink you don't see pink, <laughs> nothing against pink, but we really tried to make it a challenge that would appeal to men and women. You know, that was very important. It's very interesting, 60% of our audience, online, social media, everything, are men. And it's been really fun to see the men that excited about it. And they can't wait to tell the person in their life, you know, to come and compete in it. And so I often am, uh, I'm not surprised anymore, but often I see the men so excited about it. And then women discouraging other women from doing it. Do you think that's the way you should use your time? Do you think that's the way you should spend your money? Uh, and often I find that the men are saying, yeah, <laughs> spend your money that way. Spend your time that way because they know they're kind of saying, hey, I want to see you do this because I know you can do it. Yeah. So I think people often think it's going to be the men who discourage and the women in who, who encourage. And sometimes I see the opposite. Yeah, the social aspect is great because you make lifelong friends. You've also gone through really hard days, uh, You've gone through the fun times. Uh, sometimes, you know how when you go through something really tough, it's more memorable, and you remember who was there with you. And also, you remember who helped you, or you helped them, and those bonds are strong. I love that part about it. We have rebels in 242 cities. Isn't that, a, isn't that great? So now we have women who get together. They have this thing called plot club. They'll meet online. They'll get together and, you know, lay out checkpoints and go drive together, go camp together, go on vacation together. You know, these are lifelong friendships forged. And it's really a welcoming community. 
But that's by design, kind of like the way the Northwest Overland Rally is. You know, Ray really wants this and Marianne want this to be something that is about community and that's welcoming. And their staff make you feel that way too. We have over 100 staff on the Rebel, very few volunteers, because it's tough to be on the staff. We've got long days, long nights, but we also work to create, we don't pit teams against each other. We encourage the teams. And so it's really a positive community, I would say that. It's a very positive community. Uh, but if you're interested in the Rebel Rally, there is probably a Rebel in a town near you. We have Rebel U, which is training component, which is not about training you to win the Rebel Rally. It's about training, driving, navigation, adventure skills, and also teamwork and leadership skills, which is very important. I always tell people, go to REI and take a map and compass class. That's a great place to start. Look around, you know, take an orienteering class. Look around for off-road drive training. You know, we're not talking about high-speed rally. We're talking about getting good, solid driving skills. You can always do that. There are always places that you can find. But go to the website. Go to rebelrally.com. And we have uh, trainers that we know do a great job training that are, I would say, rebel um, you approved in different parts of the country, um, in the Northeast, uh, in the uh, Southwest, uh, British Columbia, and the Northwest. It's, you know, there are a lot of opportunities to train. The other thing, too, is we have online training courses. And we, we did that during COVID. The second COVID hit and people were stuck at home, we took a lot of our curriculum and we put it into bite-sized classes and also exercises that people can even do with their kids because we knew a lot of people were at home with their kids. And all great skills, learning about maps, learning about navigating, you know, learning about uh, communication and uh, driving. So you can go right on our website. Um, but if you want to get involved in the Rebel Rally, go to the website, read everything. It's about self-sufficiency. And so a lot of times people now just don't read or they don't do the research, but it's all there right at your fingertips. So I'd encourage people to get on and uh, do the research, take the classes. And then if, if you don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call us. That is what we love. We love, when people want to get involved in this, we love pointing them in the right direction. You're ready to do the Rebel Rally? Identify a vehicle. If you don't already own one, you can rent them. You can go to the website and rent a Rebel Rally well-prepared uh, Jeep Rubicon through Barlow's, fully equipped, ready to go. Find a teammate. Often it doesn't even have to be like a friend. Sometimes it's even better maybe if it's not a friend. Um, we have opportunities that you can uh, find a teammate we have a database, so it's not all on social media, where you can fill out a questionnaire or a form, and then you can go online and you can see others, um, like what are your goals, you know, where are you from, uh, what role do you want to do, driver, navigator, both, etc. So there's some different ways to connect to find a teammate. And then from there, register.
you know, if you're going to sit back and you're going to wait and you're going to wait and you're going to wait, chances are, like this year, it's sold out in under two weeks. Um, but we have a wait list. But then don't give up hope. If it's sold out, get on the wait list. Don't just assume there's not an opportunity because we've gone through that wait list. So sign up and then keep training. We have a lot of online uh, meetings where you can learn more about the format. You can ask questions. Um, that's been the great thing. One of the positives that came out of this very crazy hard time is that video meetings you know, are great. And then from there, go through the skills. On the website, it outlines the skills that you need on navigating and driving. I always say rate yourself on every one of those skills from a scale of one to five. If there's something below a four, work on that skill. You know, and find the ways to work on the skill. And then what's going to happen is you're going to fill out all your paperwork, you're going to read your rule book, and then you need the equipment to pass tech inspection because this is a proper uh, competition. You need to know the rule book. Read the rule book. And then some of the required items are a helmet, and there are requirements on the helmet, fire extinguisher, uh, spill kit, uh, uh, first aid kit, etc. So you just read everything that's a required item. Be ready to pass technical inspection. This year, the rally is, it's normally always in October. This year's rally is October 6th through the 15th. There's a pre-tech and a welcome and a navigation refresh on the 5th. The start is going to be in Lake Tahoe in Incline Village. It normally is in Tahoe. Last year, we um, decided to do something a little different, and we started on the Hoover Dam, which was just awesome. This year, we'll be back in Tahoe in a new location, um, beautiful, right on the shores of Lake Tahoe. Once you pass tech inspection, you go out to the first base camp. The Rebel is 10 days. It's eight days of scored competition. The first day of scored competition is a prologue. So that's unscored. So, but it helps rank you on your start position. But it's great because you get a chance to practice. So you get out to your first base camp. You set up your camp. We don't give you your materials at night, you know, so you get to actually enjoy dinner. You're not thinking about your head's not in the game for the next day. You get to enjoy the people you're with, get to tell great stories about your day. The days start at 5 a.m. I walk through base camp with a cowbell. I ring the cowbell at 5 a.m. Then if we're moving base camps, you pack up your gear. You come and pick up your checkpoint guide, your bulletins, your road book, and then you start working and plotting your checkpoints on a map. Because you physically plot, the, you know, mark the checkpoints on the map. We give you a latitude and a longitude or a heading and a distance. You mark it on the map. If you're doing a road book section or a time speed distance section, we call them enduros. You're doing your math calculations. At 6 a.m., there's a compet mandatory competitor briefing. The first car goes off the line at 7 a.m. You're out on course. Usually your time limits on course are around 10 hours. And then you're back to base camp. You have one hour to unpack your gear, fuel or power your vehicle, and then put it, take it to the mechanics if it's necessary, or go into the mechanics area if you want to work on the car yourself. And then 
put it away, you have that one hour, and then it's dinner, try to get sleep, get up, do it all over again the next day. The format of the Rebel is really interesting. We created this format. We needed a format that was not based on fastest speed. I always say it's kind of like a moving chess game. Uh, but it's not about fastest speed, but it is about managing your pace and being on time. So it's comprised of two primary challenges. Compass and map navigation, where your checkpoints are green, blue, or black diamond, like a ski run. And then enduro challenges, which are roadbook challenges, where you need to either be on route or on route and on time. So I call it kind of like a triathlon of rally. The goal is, is that when you leave the Rebel Rally, you are going to be ready to go do other rallies. You're, sometimes people's format are just specific to their rally. You're going to be very experienced and ready to kind of take on maybe another challenge. You have been listening to Waypoint Overland's Random Waypoints. Like, subscribe, and stay tuned for more.